0: Recorded live. We want to thank you, Jesus.
1: You've been good to us. One more time. I just want to say... Thank you Lord, I just want
0: to say, thank you, I just want to say, thank you Lord,
1: I just want to say, living God this evening. One psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises will continually be in my mouth. We greet each of you once again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We thank God once again for another privilege to be able to come together in order to study, to show ourselves approved unto God. Workmen who do not need to be ashamed, but who rightly or properly divide the way of truth, the word of truth. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we are about to finish our most recent topic. When it's time to move on, it's time to move on. We looked at capital A in our outline. Why are you crying? Exodus 14, 15, Exodus 5 and 8. Capital B, prepared for works. Ephesians 2 and 10, Romans nine twenty three, capital C. Go on to maturity, Luke 8, 14, 1 Corinthians 2 and 6, capital D. Your time, Genesis 10, Genesis 18, 10, Haggai 1 and 2. And today we've been looking at the deception of playing it safe, the deception of playing it safe. Not that anything is wrong with true safety, but there's a this deceptive safety that the adversary will attempt to uh, get you and I connected with and to be mindful of this deceptive safety. Just as wisdom, most things in creation you have two different counterparts. Most things in creation. You know, most most things in the spiritual realm you will find with two different counterparts. You know, you've got good angels and then you've got evil angels. That's what demons are. You've got uh, good wisdom, as we talked about earlier. You got an evil wisdom. You know, you've got a you've got good love or real and true love. You've got an evil or or, or a false love. So, you know. We have to keep in mind that there is a safety that is from God, and then there's a safety that is the lie and a trick from the adversary. I was reading earlier today. The Lord, uh, I was reading in Proverbs scripture that talks about uh, uh, trust in man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord will be kept safe. So, so there's a there's a true safety. In God, there's a false safety, a false sense of security, trusting in the arms of flesh. God does not want us to do that. We're going to, we looked at Matthew fourteen twenty-nine earlier today, and we want to look briefly at 1 Thessalonians 5 and 3. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 3 from the New International Version of Scripture says, While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, pregnant woman, and they will not escape. Let's read that again. Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 3. While people are saying peace and safety, God says destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman. Let us pray, Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Again, we thank you, we bless you, we appreciate you, we reverence you, we appreciate you. All that you have done for us, through us, we give you the glory. We thank you, Father, for opening doors for us that we cannot see. Opening doors for us that no man can close, we give you the glory. We thank you for so many things, Father. We have adequate words to describe all of what you do as we only prophesy in part and we know in part, but the little that we do know, the little we do see, the little we do comprehend, Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We trust, Father, that as we study this evening, you're going to open our eyes to this select scripture and this select chapter and these select verses that your name may be glorified and exalted. This is our prayer. We count done in Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray. Amen and amen. First of them, in our select scripture, one of the saints is saying, well, the Bible says, while people are saying, that's the faster. See, you need to understand that whenever there is a general consensus among people, you, need, you better understand that whatever that is, that that general consensus is, is something very dangerous. Just Just kind of let that be a rule of thumb. You know, the general consensus of people is this, then you normally you're going to find what God wants somewhere on just the opposite end of the spectrum. General consensus with people that that you better get, you know, uh, an education. Well, you know, not that anything is wrong with education, but you you better understand that that, that education and the things of God is of much more value than education. that people have just like peace and safety that comes from God is much more valuable than the peace and safety that men and women try to provide that's why you know your countries why we as a country we spend more on defense and military than all the other countries of the world combined why we trying to keep our trying to keep ourselves safe I'm not saying anything is is wrong with that you know we like we like to have police you know, that that uh, protect and serve, that help keep us to keep us safe. We like to have a military that just won't let any and everybody just come over here doing any kind of thing. We thank thank God for them. We thank God for them. But understand something. God said, Robert, my people need to keep this in mind, that unless I watch the house, the watchmen watch in vain. So understand that it is not our military that's keeping us safe over here in the United States. It's not our police, ultimately. We thank God for them, and, you know, we're to honor them, and we are to respect them and different things. But you need to know that if it, if God does not watch the house, see, I don't care what kind of security system you get on your house. It's somebody, because what a thief is going to do is he going to find a thing that you didn't secure. You know, I remember, you know, in Nigeria, it's about it. Everybody's house got bars up on the windows, and when they close the door at night, they pull a cage and clip padlock the cage. Big time fire hazard. Fire break out, and there a whole lot of people just gonna die. But that's what they do in order to to try and keep themselves safe, because you always got some characters that's trying to trying to get into your stuff. Big walls, six, eight, eight foot walls around everybody's house. I come to find out that most of the walls built around people's houses in Nigeria cost more than the house itself. The walls, the walls with with shards of glass or barbed wire on the top, trying to keep people out. But here's the thing about a thief. A thief is looking at what you didn't secure. You know, I remember once I had gone down and just visited a computer shop in a place in Nigeria, and they had just been robbed. place looked like a cage, all secure with all kind of bars on the window and bars on the door. And what they did is they cut right through the ceiling. You didn't put bars up there. So so understand that unless the Lord watches the house, the watchman, watch in vain. I hope you don't think it's ADT that's keeping your house safe or them little locks that you put on the doors. There very few houses that I ride past and see, especially in this country, I couldn't get in in about a matter of a minute. And that's me. I don't even trying to break in and steal your stuff, but just I know I could in about a minute. So we thank God for... Supernatural protection, you know, and and not being fooled by the deception of man's uh, uh, attempts to keep us safe or man's attempts at safety. It's it's got to be watching the house. Now, Now, we look at first chapter five and we're dealing with the coming of. Jesus Christ is coming back. Make no mistake, or you can choose not to. All of that's your business, but he is coming. Now, when you look at uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Paul writes, he says, now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. In other words, you know, don't, be, don't be so much trying to find out exactly what time and exactly what date the Lord is coming. See, a lot of times people that want to know exact times and dates are folk that don't want to get ready until, yeah, until it's just, just about time. If you knew, if most of us, if we knew we was going to, at the exact time and exact date when we was going to die. Lord, come in and say, all right, you're going to die when you're 100 years old. Oh, my gosh, man. We sin, 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 drink, drink all we can drink, uh, sex all we can sex, alcohol all we can alcohol, do all we can do, and then get 99 and repent. That's, that's just human nature. So God said, I'm not going to let you know the exact times and exact dates. You just be ready because he can come at any time. Look at verse 2. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Now, how if you know that a thief is coming now. Now, a, a thief is trying to come at a time when you don't expect him. That's, that's, the, that's the, the game plan of a thief. He's not trying to come when you expect him, and he's not trying to come in a way you expect him. So, so when we look at this particular scripture, that our Lord and Savior is going to come back like a thief in the night, meaning that he's going to come at a time when people are not expecting, and he's going to come in a way that people are not expecting. So, so whenever you see God in scripture using a person, a place or a thing to describe a thing it's wise to study up on that thing It's wise, it's wise. you see God talking about about the ant you know and and using parables and using examples and metaphors about an ant then watch ants study ants you see God talking about a a, a thing being like a a, a, a this the thief and night then 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 you understand the mentality of a thief. Do your little studying on a thief. God start talking about, you know, uh, fish, fish, and, and how fish, just find, do your little study on some fish. Get, get, to, get you some facts and understand fish, because that will help you to understand the concept a little bit better. Things about a thief, things about a thief, they want to come when you are least prepared. When thieves want to come when you are as far away from the house as possible. Thiefs want to come when it's dark. And they can do most of their stuff uh, attempting to do it in anonymity. There's some things about a thief. Not that a thief is right or, or a thief is... But there's some things about a thief that God is going to incorporate... When he returns, people will be saying peace and safety. Well, what does that mean? Normally, when people get robbed, they don't go out of the house thinking that their house gonna get robbed. You know, I remember one time, uh, you know, around here, the Lord had to divinely reveal to us that uh, we probably we probably robbed. And sure enough, when we got back, that's exactly what what, what it was. On the way back, coming back from a trip to Florida. Lord, we were doing having worship right in 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 the, in the church van,
0: and
1: that's when we got the revelation that we might be robbed. We, we, you know, and got back, and sure enough, that was that was what was going on. So, you know, people are saying peace and safety. So when Christ returns, that's going to be a time when people are going to be feeling
0: like things are. as good
1: as it can get. They think. One of the things they're saying, feeling all warm and fuzzy on the inside. But the scripture says, while people are saying. So you say, Apostle, what what does that let you to know? That let me to know that whatever I hear the mass consensus of the people as being, that I'm looking the other way. Whatever the mass consensus, I mean, the whole bunch of y'all just running real, real strong, real, real hard in one direction. I'm looking real, real real, real hard for God in the other direction. In Jesus' day, they will holler and crucify him. I think my mentality would have been... We don't. Need a crime. We need to honor him. We need to honor him. If if all of y'all is hollering crucify him, then you'll probably find the truth of God being in just and the will of God being in just the opposite direction. We live in a generation. Bible says men will be lovers of lovers of money. Everybody running at money just as hard as they possibly can. Well, what that lets me know automatically is that the truth of God, the revelation of God, the reality of God is probably in just the opposite direction of that. While people are saying peace and safety, watch this, destruction will come. So you say, Apostle, so what are you trying to get us prepared for? Just the opposite of what people are saying. Just get out. I'm trying to get you to prepare yourself for just the opposite of what people... Jesus talked about how what God esteems, man rejects. And what God rejects, man esteems. Start conditioning yourself to run in just the opposite direction now, this is not going to be done without persecution. This is not going to be done without ridicule. This is not going to be done without hatred, being ostracized, criticized, and all kind of other sides. But that's where you're going to normally find God, at the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, on a spectrum, you got all, all, all kind of colors going from, I think it is, like I don't know what color to another color, but one color be all the way, but at the other end of that spectrum, at the other end of what people are thinking and what people are saying and what people are believing and what people are, uh, you'll find God at the opposite end. Because here you got people, peace and safety coming out of the mouths and the hearts of people, but God is sending destruction. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman. Well, how do labor pains come on a pregnant woman? I thank God I've never been pregnant, but I've talked to quite a, quite a few pregnant women. And labor pains just come from just, they just come. It ain't like, you know, you prepare, you might be at a restaurant, or you might be at the movies, or you might be at the beach somewhere, all of a sudden enjoying it and all of a sudden they just come. Well, that's that's how it is when it comes down to the next coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, here's the, here's, the, here's the beauty of this thing, and, and the Lord is dealing with me on the spirit. A pregnant woman ought to have sense enough to know that at some point labor pains are going to come. She is pregnant, and, and part of being pregnant is labor pains and giving birth to the child. Well, what God is trying to get us to understand is that our dispensation is pregnant. We're living in a pregnant time, wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and famines in various places and, and false Christ and false. But we're living in we're, we're in pregnant times. So even a pregnant, you got a mighty stupid pregnant one that don't expect labor pains to come. And you got mighty stupid people in these last and evil days that's not expecting Christ to come. That doesn't make it plain for you. I, I don't know. It's a stupid pregnant woman. You, well, let me get it straight. you nine months pregnant, and you and you don't expect that at some point uh, labor pains is going to come. I, I just don't know where these labor pains come from. It's called, that's a part of being pregnant. So if you stand out, I just didn't, didn't know the Lord was coming back. Well, you should. The Bible is fulfilling itself right in front of our faces. As labor pains come on a pregnant woman, watch this, and they will not escape. Well, what is it? A pregnant woman is not going to escape labor pains. She she just can't escape that. You and I are not going to escape the the next come. The, this the earth is the the people of this earth are not going to escape. The second coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So Paul comes back and says, But you brothers are not in darkness. In other words, Paul said, Look, you know better than running around here thinking that 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 there's peace and safety. And if you as a child of God out there thinking that we living in that 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 we got peace and safety, you are deceived. We are living in what the Bible, what 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 the Spirit of God calls perilous times. Danger signs are all around us. There's stuff that we're doing right here in the United States that could cause God to go off at any moment. God has destroyed whole uh, regions for less than what we're doing here in the United States. He has this rain down fire and burn... Every day we see where we don't look up, and I, I was looking at some pictures. I watched. I looked at about fifty historical pictures today online that will shock you. Fifty. It was about fifty of them historical pictures. They had Hitler um, back before. I think it was you know uh, he was going to the hospital, showing a different side of Hitler, and he was he was. You know, kind of comforting a German soldier that had, had gotten frostbitten. You know, this soldier's, all his skin was black, his face was black. He had gotten a severe case of fall, and Hitler was kind of there trying to console him. All kind of stuff. Had Marilyn Monroe back in, I think, 56 or, or something. She was uh, shaking hands with Queen Elizabeth. Both of them were 30 at the time. You had a, a World War One or a World War war two veteran down in a foxhole that was shell shock now they call it post traumatic stress disorder but it was just it was shell shock where you don't heard so many loud booms and bams of war that you just you just kind of shook up and they had a picture of him in, in the in the foxhole in in world war i don't know if it was world war one or world war two shell shock looking crazy real real crazy crossed out mm-hmm. and i was just like looking at these pictures but one of the pictures they had was from world war one somebody snapped a picture of the, the, the troops, and I can't remember the countries that were involved in this particular picture, but they were firing mortars across at each other in the night. And it had the whole sky, the darkened sky, but it was lit up with this fiery mortars that were being, being shot at each other in this war. You say, Apostle, what they got to do with anything? The Lord just flashed that in my spirit in regards to every day that we look up and we don't see where God has, is just raining down. Fire and burning sulfur on us is a day we ought to thank God. It's a day when you look up and the elements are not melting, because that's a part of what's going to be going on when God, you know, when God start pouring out His wrath, elements and stuff going to be melting. People going to be running and asking, trying to get mountains to fall on them so that they could die. And God be like, "Ah, uh-uh, ain't gonna be no dying." God's getting ready to go off, and I'm trying to figure out what y'all, what y'all thinking about. God's getting ready to go off. Paul said, you brothers, you're not in darkness. Now, if you're not in darkness, don't be acting like you're in darkness. So that this day should surprise you like a thief. This day has no, the day of the Lord has no business surprising us. Not if we've studied like we're supposed to. Not if we're in communion with God like we're supposed to. Not if we're fasting and praying and seeking his face and and, and running into his presence every day. No, no, it shouldn't shock us. You are sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night and darkness. Night and darkness is symbolic of blindness. It's symbolic of evil. It's symbolic of ignorance. It's symbolic of a time when stuff is going on and you
0: don't even you don't even know what's going on. So then let us not
1: be like others who are asleep. But let us be alert and self controlled. Alert. Pay attention to what's going on. Don't just be don't just be in life understand life. Don't just be in anything. Understand it. Anything that you are a part of, you need to have an understanding of.
0: Need to know what the vision, what's the vision, what's the mission statement around
1: here. What are you trying to do? Pastor Brian, what are you trying to do with this Christian center? We simple. We want the unsaved people saved and people that are saved. We want y'all to grow. We need to have a vision. What's your vision? What's your vision? What's your mission? Because if not, we can get caught up with the wrong vision. We can get caught up with the wrong mission. We can connect ourselves with a bunch of folk that are hollering just the op- and saying just the opposite thing of what God is saying. Look, that's what the Scripture. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly. Let us be alert and self-control. For those who sleep, sleep at night; those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be self controlled putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath. You got to keep that in mind. Us, who is us? Believers in Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. Believers that Jesus Christ was God's only begotten son, that he lived, bled, and died as a son. Two, our sins, rose again for that. We're not appointed to suffer wrath. So God, we, we're looking for God to do some things in the earth that we're not going to be a part of. Now, you got five children, and you tell, you give all five of them the instruction, um, you come home and four of them is doing it. That one that's sitting over in the corner that ain't that like man I ain't doing that. Daddy, and mommy told me not to do that. That's the one you don't beat. That's the one that shouldn't get beat. That's the one that shouldn't get to- a- a- tied. That's the one that shouldn't
0: get punished. Other
1: four, you joke. Gonna get all of y'all, but this one right here, he didn't do it. We want to be them children that didn't do it. We want to be them children that are alert, that are self-control. What are some of the other characteristics of children of the the light, faith, and love as our breastplate? What
0: else?
1: Putting on hope, hope of salvation as our helmet, that we don't have to receive the wrath of God. Now you keep right on believing like they believe, and living like they living, and talking like they talking, and thinking like they thinking. Then you just run get wrath, just like he died for us, so that whether we are sleep, whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. That's the only a good job of it. Is. We got a responsibility to encourage one another and build one another up. Encourage one another, build one another up. I'd be in about 13 years. A lot of people suffering. A lot of people suffering. Stuff that I'd be just like, man, Lord, we're blessed in the United States. Lord, be like, yeah, now you see them, on I'm like, yeah, Lord, forgive me for talking crazy and being crazy and being unthankful. Just have mercy on me. God, i be like, you see now. You see now. I'm like, yeah,
0: yeah. See?
1: These people need to be encouraged. These people need to be strengthened. And that's what Paul talked about doing as an apostle, going throughout strengthening and encouraging the brothers to remain true to the faith. Oh, we talked that talk. Oh, man, it's it's easy to they say. Try try that when you start going through some yourself. A lot of things be easy till you start suffering. If I tell you right now, get in a squat position. Get yourself on down in squat position. You'll be all right for about the first two or three minutes. After that, it's going to turn into a living hell on you. I don't care what it is. Raise your hands up. All right, got your hands up. All right, all right stay just like that right there. You'll be all right for, until about two or three minutes or whatever that time period is where all of a sudden that that was simple at one stage, at one place in your life, is now like hell. Oh, yeah, oh, air conditioner. Oh, come on. I don't know 100 plus degrees, 100 plus degree temperature. So a lot of things don't, may not, they seem like that until, until. Oh, man, glass of cold water, ain't nobody, over here, I share with my, many of my African brothers and sisters, I drink more water in one day in Africa, than probably a month in the United States. In one day. I I probably drink a gallon of water a day in Africa. Probably a gallon. Every about every hour. I'm drinking about a five hundred milliliter bag of water. Sweating, lose all kind of weight, get all skinny, get all black. I'm back over here, I ain't drink no water. I don't even know when the uh, when last time I had
0: a glass of water, that might have been uh, sometime. So, you know.
1: When you are encouraged, a lot of times you don't need a lot of encouragement. But when you are suffering or you are discouraged, or that's when you need to be encouraged. When you built up. You don't need a lot of building up. When you already built up things that are already built up, they don't need too much building up. They need maintenance. They need maintenance. Folk that are already encouraged, they don't need a whole lot of encouragement. They just kind of need maintenance. Maintenance. Folk that are in shape, they don't need to get in shape. They just kind of need maintenance. It's when we are out of of the place or of a state that we need to Get there. Once we get there, then we need to maintain. We need to maintain. Over here, we're not trying to get 24 uh, hour electricity at the Christian Center. But people in my compound in Nigeria, that's, that's what they're fighting to get. They fight. We're not trying to get it. We got it. We're just trying to maintain it, make sure that bill is paid. But a lot, a lot of our brothers and sisters in different parts, well, they're trying to get it. We're not trying to get clean drinking water over here for the most part. You know, we just go with, But a lot of them are trying to get it. So, so it's a difference trying to get to something and maintaining it once you get it. That's why there's a, that's, why, that's one of the reasons why God will often take us through humility before we get honor. Because hopefully what he teaches you in humility is that when you do get blessed... You need to maintain it, and that's why some of us have to keep right on getting humility, go through humility again and again. Because you God, God bring you into honor, and then you want to forget the humility. You want to forget what it was like without it. You want to forget those that help you get it. You want to forget. You want to so God be like, all right, right back to humility again. Humility is like the fire. It's like a refiner's fire. Sometime a, a goldsmith pulled a gold out, all the all the impurities are not out of the gold. Well, what are you going to do, throw the gold away? Uh-uh. Right back in the fire. That's why some of you all on the sound of my voice got to go right back into something crazy again. God done pulled you out and dusted you off and, and got you. And all right, now, all right, be, be trying to tell you. All right, now, remember, do right. Now this time, do right. You get right out and do something crazy, and God be like, all right, then, r- right back in the fire. Now you got to go through the same craziness again because you didn't get it the last time. You didn't get it. You, you just didn't get it. You want to come out and start. Jesus told the invalid that have been an invalid for 38 years. Lord healed him. He went, went right in the temple, started doing something crazy. The Lord caught up with him in the temple, said, look, stop sinning or what? Something worse will happen to you. Some of you fall on the sound of my boy. Stop sinning. God say, tell him, Rob. Or something worse will happen. You think that last trial you went through for being crazy was, was, was difficult. Stop sinning or that one going to seem like child's play. Something worse must run happen. Well, time to move on, children of God. We thank God for everything he has shared with us during this particular topic. And it's time for us to move on, The Lord willing, tomorrow to another um, power pack topic. Uh, Let's get a few questions for the saints here. What do we got? All right. What should we as children of God be preparing ourselves for? What should we as children of God be preparing ourselves for? Question two. All right, Uh, explain the differences in our scripture of the concepts of day and night. Explain the differences in context of our scriptures between day and night. And then question three, give me some
0: characteristics
1: of the children of the day and give me some characteristics of the children of the night. God bless you, saints. Have continued to smile on you all. You can reach us through email at the church at gmail.com, backslash member, backslash T, backslash TCCC. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe's U YouTube and iTunes at 96 p.m. daily. TalkShoe call
0: 724 444 and try D17959 spreecast type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talk Shoe homepage. God bless you in heaven, smile you. In Jesus' name, Amen. With Lucky Land
1: slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.